And hello, welcome back to another 3D Hangouts. My name is Noel Ruiz. I'm a designer here at Adafruit. Join me every week. This is my NASA brother, Pedro. Good morning, everybody. I'm Pedro's Creative Tech here at Adafruit. And every week we're here to share 3D printed projects featuring electronics from Adafruit. That's right. This is where we combine 3D printing and electronics to make inspirational projects. Hello, everybody. Hanging out in the Discord chat room. We're gonna give a shout out to everybody in just a few moments. Uh, we'll do housekeeping and then we'll jump right into all the fun demos. Lots of fun glowy projects this week. Uh, so yeah, if you want to join us live during the show, we have lots of gifts and memes and fun stuff going on in the Discord chat room that you can get there by hitting up the URL discord.gg slash yeah, yeah, and then we're in the live broadcast chat room. Live dash broadcast dash chat room. Pedro, welcome everybody in the chat room to the show, please. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, good night to everybody hanging out all over the world. Giving shout outs to everybody hanging out in all of the chat rooms. We got uh, Dean, we got Rolls, we got Unheard Grace, Hello. we got Paul Hunter, hey. we got Jim Henderson. Hola. Rosin, Duester, Yanni. Good morning to everybody hanging out all yeah. over. Uh, shout out to Yanni, posting up all the neon <laughs> signs. Really good ideas. Yes. We have lots of neon signs this week. Um, so yeah, we're going to do the housekeeping and then we'll jump into our lightning bolts. So let's uh, run through this stuff, shall we? First up, we're going to head up adafruit.com slash free and see all the different freebies that are going on while supplies last we're still living through the chip shortage of 2022 and we're gonna have these freebies until we can't so these are great so check these out so the first tier is for orders of $99 or more you will receive a perma proto half-size breadboard PCB. And for orders that are 149 or more, you'll get the half-size Permaproto PCB Plus and Adafruit Stemma QT Breakout. If you have an account with Adafruit, we'll make sure you don't get the same one twice. And then the third tier, for $200 or more, you'll get the Stemma QT Breakout, the half-size Permaproto, and free ground shipping from UPS for continental US only. So check this out, adafruit.com free. These get automatically added to your cart as you add things to your cart. So you don't have to do any special coupons. Um, yeah, you can get all of the the, uh, the freebies. So yeah, limited time only, yes, in very small text. So check this out while the supplies are lasting. Okay, let's head over to the jobs board and find out some jobs that are wanted this week. I'm seeing some new positions. A contract uh, gig for the Burlington, New York, no, Burlington, uh, North Carolina area. There is some CircuitPython RP2040 uh, positions, particularly. It's in the job title, so check that out if you are in the market for a new gig. Could be a side gig here, but that's the latest that I'm seeing here in, uh, in this month of May. So check those out at jobs.adafruit.com. It's free to do so. You can post up your resume or post up a job offer. Sweet, sweet. And that's the jobs. We want to promote the newsletter that happens once a week. By heading up uh, adafruit.com slash newsletter, you can subscribe to get notified when all the new stuff gets added to the Adafruit shop on the weekly. 
I also want to give another shout out to Ann Barella and the rest of the CircuitPython team for doing up the Python on Microcontroller's newsletter. Shout out to all 9,000 subscribers who are subscribed to it. Very cool place to get all the latest uh, stories and happenings in the world of Python on microcontrollers. Cool, cool. Shout out to Paul Cutler for doing up the Circuit Python Show podcast this week. We have a little bit of break, but next week, special guest Liz Clark is on, I believe. Nice. Uh, but definitely check out Melissa's episode. It was really nice to tune in and hear her story. Right. So shout out Paul Cutler and Woo-hoo. subscribe to that podcast on all the fine podcast services. All right. We ready to jump in? I think so. Let's oh. go ahead and jump into this week's project. This week we have very awesome neon lights. Lightning bolts. This is cool. So I've been wanting to make a sign using these neon style NeoPixel strips. And we actually kind of already have. So we'll take a look at the previous stuff. But for this project, the goal was to make a, a simple sign with some constraints in mind. So the idea was to, let's make a sign, it's 3 printed, and it takes up the whole length of the NeoPixel strip. These NeoPixel strips come in one meter, so that's a full meter, and they have 96 NeoPixels. So you get plenty of NeoPixels to play with, um, a little bit under 100, and you have this uh, really nice uh, silicone diffusion. And what you can do is you can cut this up and you can splice it to make all sorts of intricate shapes, but the constraint and the goal here was to how can I make a sign with just the stock LED strip? No cutting and no splicing, how can I make a sign that will uh, look cool and kind of have this neon you know, look to it. So we came up with a couple of different signs. This is a lightning bolt with three sections. And I really like this one because you can kind of see where the limitations present themselves, particularly in angles. So if you're making a sign with this, neo, with this neon style NeoPixel strip, you want to be, um, you want to be, you want to consider uh, the angles so here you can see um, in this lightning bolt, you have these really sharp 90 degree angles. And unfortunately you are limited to the thickness of the strip. So the strip is about four and a half millimeters thick or thin. And uh, with that, if you're making something with sharp angles, you kind of want to add uh, some corner radiuses to your design. So here you can see I have a corner radius, but it's not really conforming to it because it's just the nature of the thickness of it. You want to be very careful with buckling or rather just kinking this. You are able to damage it if you bend it too much. So if you just bend it in the right spot, you can break the internal uh, strip. So be very careful with that. And with that in mind, um, you can uh, create some really cool uh, signs. Just consider, you know, the, uh, the the corner radius, which is about 10 millimeters. <laughs> we'll go. We'll we'll take a look at the CAD stuff in a few moments. But I just wanted to highlight some of the uh, things real quick about this NeoPixel strip. Uh, one of the cool things about the strip is it comes with a pre-soldered wire connection on both ends. So what I was able to do was just cut off the connector end from the end of the strip and then wire that directly to our microcontroller of choice. This week it's the RP2040 QTPi. So this is a small little cheap dev board that's really, really powerful. It's running CircuitPython. So you can have the LED animation library, which is running here, and just string together all sorts of fun animations. So uh, this connector 
uh, is great because uh, it has this really nice latching bit and you can disconnect it easily by doing that. It's got a little, uh, little tab that you just kind of press down and then you can connect it back like that. It's keyed so it only goes in one way so you're not going to do it wrong. So that's really nice. You don't have to kind of create your own wire um, dealy. It's already kind of included here. And what's even cooler is uh, our latest, our latest batch of uh, strips uh, come with labels on them. So here you can see it tells you what the red and the green and the black are. D D N DIN that stands for data in. So this is the connector that is the first NeoPixel. It goes all the way across. And then it comes down to the end of the NeoPixel. You can see here DO DO is really data out. And this is the, the connector that you would chop off and wire this to your Cutie Pie or other RP2040 board. Uh, this is a, obviously this is a Disney Mickey sign. Uh, this is just one of the things I was making. I didn't release this one for obvious reasons. Don't want to get any copyright stuff. So uh, that's uh, just looking at the, um, the stock uh, neon LED strips. So that's really cool that they come with these labels now. Um, I didn't know that because the ones I had on hand didn't have that label. So uh, in the guide, we'll show you, uh, you can tell which one just by looking at the connector. The one with the latchy bit is uh, data in. Latchy bit, data in. So let's take a look at some other designs. I wanted to make a bit of a rainbow. And one of the things with the rainbow, um, I just made it a continuous, uh, a continuous shape. So it just kind of goes around it. So let's go ahead and plug this in. So with this connector, they're all the same connector. So that means that you can easily swap these out by just disconnecting it. I really like that feature. So here you can see the rainbow. Um, has a nice radius here so we don't have any problems buckling or kinking here and this takes up just about the full length the full meter long length of it you'll notice here I actually trimmed away with some scissors and then a hobby knife I've trimmed away the kind of end cap bit here you can see there's a lot of silicone there so you can use a hobby knife carefully to kind of remove that if you want to use the whole uh, the whole you know strip length but there you can start to see where the um, uh, where the neo where the actual flexible PCB is, but yeah, it fits in there nicely and uh, Another thing to note you'll notice that um, There is some extra geometry here at the bottom and this just Creates a compound shape so that these pieces aren't flopping all over the place. So um, With the lightning bolt I kind of was able to merge these two ends at the bottom there But if they weren't merged you would have some you know floppiness to it so there's another design consideration if you have a piece that's kind of out there you kind of want to add some uh, some material to the design so that it, it makes it more sturdy so that it's not going to just fall apart so that's another design tip here is the cat this is kind of a silhouette of the cat and you'll notice that the channel here kind of does the same dealy where it just goes into a single shape but then at the end here, um, I added some, a little bit of a connecting bit here to connect this to that. And uh, I still have a nice exit hole for the uh, strip to kind of come out of. Um, so yeah, those are some quick looks at the, 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 the signs and some tips on what to consider when designing a sign in this, with these constraints. Um, yeah, Blink is back there. I was like, where's the other one? Oh yeah, she's back there. Um, so it really depends on, like the, the sign depends on a couple factors. 
for me, uh, I wanted this to take up the entire bed of our 3D printer. Our 3D printer is fairly large. It has a bed of 300 by 300, which is like 10 inches, right? So it's fairly it's big. So uh, if you have something, you might want to scale this down. I think it's 12. You think it's 12 inches? Okay, it's 12 inches. Um, you might want to scale this down or just kind of re-massage the sketches. If you want to use Fusion 360, you can take the original designs and kind of try to scale it up or make one from scratch, which uh, is cool because I'll show you folks um, sort of the tips on, uh, on, on how to use Fusion to make a, a custom sign. All right. Let's little pause here. Take a look at the chat room inspiring our watchers here. We have um, Seeker who is saying that they're working on a Pikachu-shaped neon-style light, and this Ooh. is a perfect reminder to get them to finish it off. Yeah, right before the show, we were joking that it looks it like, Pikachu's looks like Pikachu's tail. tail yeah. <laughs> like the lightning bolt. Uh-huh, so this would yeah. be a perfect one thing that you didn't mention, uh, perfect for cosplay. Like, could um, yeah, You could, could actually add some little tabs on here and, and like, sew them on, <laughs> or maybe just a necklace to adorn that on your costume yeah. it's a really good way to have a portable neon like sign yeah that like hats mickey ears is the mickey ears oh yeah that's what well, that's we'll exactly what that we use for well. the mickey ears and okay. then um one of the questions too from vince is asking how cuttable is the strip and we'll cover Very that we'll in a we've actually uh did a whole guide on that exact thing with the exact same strips we'll show you what the pads on there look like they are very uh friendly to cut up and reattach yes. make different shapes yes that's very true um cool. yes and uh, rosin is saying that the uh oh, the radius cool. on the cat ears looks very tight yes we'll go over yeah. what the uh, maximum diameter or the um uh, the the radius is for right. the we'll curves look, yeah. and how to measure that out yeah, you know, um, yeah. John, like uh, uh, <laughs> Joan is asking, yes, these are reprogrammable. These are just new pixel yeah. strips. We'll, we'll take a look at the code and um, what it actually looks like underneath the sheath and the diffusion that yeah. is uh, creating that nice, uh, super soft. Yeah, I love the LED animation library because the stock animations are just so easy to string together. Um, you can customize uh, the spacing and the speeds of the of whatever animation you want to play with. So that's really cool. Um, yeah. So uh, let's uh, I guess drop into the uh, the learn guide. We'll walk through it a little do, bit. Do we have a um, uh, just a strip by itself? Uh, Rolf is asking. Yeah, sure, how do you bend the neon tubes? They're not neon tubes. They it. are strips. What happens in my overhead? Wild style. <laughs> All right, so what I'm gonna do is just do a quick demo of uh, taking out the strip. Yeah, so it comes with this uh, this little tie you can take it oh, off. Yeah? Oh, yeah? Yeah, isn't that cool? Uh, so yeah, this just press fits in. The silicone uh, is So it's not grippy. a tube, not yeah, a tube. it's not a tube. You're, you're gonna see the whole strip. I'm just press fitting it out, just removing it. The silicone gives it a nice grippy grip. Um, but this is what the, uh, the strip looks like. It comes in a nice little coil when you get it. It'll kind of look like this. It comes in a nice uh, ESD safe bag. Um, but yeah, you can flex this guy. Um, it is uh, fairly thick. You're looking at six and a half millimeters thick and about 13 millimeters tall. These are the end caps there, so they're, they're a little bit bigger. But this area here is where the LED actually is. So here's a strip. You can kind of see where um, the strip can be cut. 
you'll want to cut it at these little markings here. Um, this area here is, is see-through so that you can see where to cut it. But uh, these are the segments here. So right here and right here would be one LED, I think. Is that right, Pedro? What's that? Is this one LED, these two segments here? Uh, I'd have to go look. I don't remember. I don't <laughs> but remember, I believe yeah. it but is. But there's 96, right? I believe it is. Either that or two. So we're going to insert yeah. it into the cat now. I recommend doing D out. This is uh, the last strip. So if you wanted to connect multiple strips together, you absolutely can. You would just connect this bit to the other in in the D in of, of the other LED. So you can totally chain as many as you want together. Um, but yeah, so to install it, I you know you want to have this being the front face. So why don't we just go ahead and connect it back to the microcontroller so we can get a better look at it. What happened to the microcontroller? Where did it go? It's right here, connected to the rainbow. All right, so let's go ahead and connect it up so we can see the light glowing. It should be safe to install while it's on because we're, we're being very careful with our bends. So I'll start with uh, you know adding this end here to the tail press fitting it in and then just kind of molding it in there being cautious of your bends. The wall thickness of the print is uh, just about the right length to be all perimeter and no infill so that makes it really strong. So as I'm getting here I'm being really cautious about press fitting it in and just kind of getting that press fitted in there. So that's you can see here that you're not going to conform those really, really sharp um, angles until you like press it all the way in. And you can see here, um, yeah, it starts to kind of lift up slightly, but that's okay because we're not too excessive on that bend. And then closing it off, you can see here that I'm actually have a little bit of excess, um, so that's just fine. So you can leave that there. Whoop. Or you can uh, cut that if you'd like, um, but I'm not going to cut it because then I'd have to reconnect this wire here. Or you could cut, you know, make this start over here, however you want it, right? But this is just like kind of seeing how to install it and thinking about it. You know, at this point you can cut this off here and kind of clean it up, but this is just me leaving it as a stock. Um, thing and then another thing to consider is like do you want your sign to be hung on a wall or do you want it to stand upright it's kind of challenging to make it stand upright um, just because of the shape it, I was able to get it to stand upright yeah it's it's kind of hard with the cable kind of all over the place but it does stand upright depends on your shape right um, the lightning bolt won't stand up right, but the, the Blinka does. You can see here in the back there, she, she ends up uh, standing up okay. Um, so yeah, so that's a quick look at uh, installing it. Pretty easy. Take it out, put it back in. You don't need to glue it in place unless you'd like. I didn't. It's just kind of grippy in there. But yeah, that's, uh, that's how the, uh, the corner ended up working out. So there's a key cap. Okay, that was cool. We got a good look at setting it up.
Any questions about that? Yeah, so far, uh, Joan is asking, or just uh, commenting, this would be a really nice array of these for a art light installation. Yeah, this is just one. So imagine doing one letter on, you know, per sign and then kind of doing a whole word or a whole sentence uh, so you can really scale it up. Um, yeah. But yeah, it all kind of depends on the size of your 3D printer, the bed, because it's all printing flat. There is some ways to get a little bit more length out of your printer when you do diagonal. Which we'll show that which I'll in show the off. printing section. The Another printing comment section. over by uh, McGruffin is saying that uh, they prefer these over LE, uh, EL wires because the inverters scare them. Yeah, the inverters are, they can be annoying. The high pitch noises. They can be annoying. Uh, and I never get brightness the brightness, the brightness you an, cannot compete with brightness. El is so like not bright, unfortunately. But yeah. this stuff is this is only 0.8 of uh, so like 80 percent oh, brightness. Yeah, so you yeah. can make this even brighter. Yeah, I've toned it down for the camera, but you can make that really really bright. <clears throat> Again, 96 neopixels in here, so you got plenty of pixels. Um, here you can kind of see in this uh, ch rainbow chaser how you can. Um, create cool separations and you could make this audio reactive using our code for uh, this guy here with a PDM microphone remember our little VU meter you could do the exact same code and then just wire up um, the microphone to this and then you'd have a reactive neon sign <clears throat> so, so that cool. could be a neat one maybe you make a, a cool shape of a I don't know of a, a record player or turntable or something iconic mm -hmm. And then, like, make it audio reactive. That'd be a really cool one. Some shape like uh, Mr. Uh, uh, Mr. McButt Pants is saying that uh, continuous looking signs will make RGB monitor TV backlighting look so much better. Mm, yeah, so you can adorn uh, mirrors and other type of signage mm -hmm. on your wall or wherever to make uh, really cool accent uh, stuff. Accent stuff. Accent. Uh, you know, outlines and silhouettes of your uh, of your sign or whatever. And then, uh, what MCU has recommended? MCU. That's the C plus plus and micro in a. Oh, I'm gonna guess this is MicroPython. Yeah, MicroPython. Yeah, yeah th we have MicroPython support for the QtPy RP2040. That's this. Uh, how much is it? like seven dollars or is it ten dollars? Uh, they want to they want to drive eight of these in an array. So maybe something with more pins. Maybe the yeah. Pico? I would recommend a uh, a Pico, a Raspberry Pi, Pico, Raspberry Pi forty. Yeah, that has enough um, pins definitely for controlling multiple um, multiple strands for sure. Um, we also have some dedicated hardware if you want to do more than eight channels. Mm -hmm. You can do a bunch of channels with our. Uh, is it NeoPixelate? Yeah. Is the one if you want to do some hardcore um, NeoPixel chains? Yeah, all good stuff. So let's jump into the learn guide. Take a look real quick at some of the stuff. We do have these in stock right now. It's about 35 bucks for this meter of neon-like skinny NeoPixels. Um, yeah. So it's a meter long, 96 pixels. Very, very beautifully diffused uh, NeoPixels strips. Um, the RP2040 is 10 bucks. It has, um, I think, eight megabytes of flash. So you can have all sorts of code and libraries in, uh, run when you're running CircuitPython or MicroPython. And we have a power supply as well, a nice little cheap five volt, two amp power supply and a micro 
USB-C cable, uh, Type-C to Type-A USB, and this is a nice long one, so if you're doing a sign, you're going to want a nice long one, and this is like a nice pink woven USB cable. So it might, it might like match it. The, uh, the your color scheme. Yeah. And then real quick, you can go jump into the uh, product page for the um, silicon NeoPixel strips. Silicone. silicone. And they can tell you there the current draw per meter. If you want to check out the specifications, yeah. or the data sheet is linked right in here. There we go. There it is. And it even tells you the connector type is a three pin JST-SM. Here it is. Here are the phone. folks that make it. I pixel LED light. It's got some sort of IP rating oh, of 65, yeah. so it's a little bit water splash proof, whatever. There's some more stuff here. Wattage per meter is about 13 watts a meter. Oh, it is 12, 12 millimeters tall, six millimeters thick. I mean, for me, I made a little bit. Yeah, 96 pixels 6 so you per meter. Yeah, 96. Um, there's some wattage stuff here, uh, 13 watts, um, op temperature operating stuff. This is a nice, look at this data sheet. This is really, An really actual, nice. yeah, that, that like the drawings. Really nice. You, you, you rarely get so much detail. Oh, they even have like- <laughs> The accessories, um, Yeah, what? I've never seen that, the front caps hey. and the caps. Huh. Oh, look, they even tell you the bend. Nice. Don't do it this way. There you go. 60, 60 millimeters. millimeters. Okay. Well, I'm a little bit- I think you're doing like 30, huh? Yeah, incorrect <laughs> bending way. Yeah, you don't want to bend it that way. Here's some power supply oh, stuff. Nice. Very cool. How to My daisy bird. chain him. Yeah, the user doing the array. This is a great data sheet. This is great, yeah. Awesome. I didn't even wow. look at the data sheet, y'all, because normally there isn't one. Dude, yeah. <laughs> well, even if there is one, it's like in a different language. Well, you know, I guess 60 millimeters, that's a lot, man. That's pretty, that's a lot. Y'all saw, you know, y'all want to be careful. Mm -hmm. I don't want you to break yours because I did break one because I just flexed the crap out of it, particularly with the lightning bolt. The lightning bolt, if you're going to, Flex the crap out of it. Just mm. be very, very careful when you're doing those bends. So you can get away with it, but the data sheet warns you 60 millimeters. That's a lot. Um, Mr. McButt a Pants is yes, saying uh, current, current is 2.6 amps a meter, so two amps apply on Adafruit mm -hmm. won't drive a full meter. I mean, it's doing it now. Is this some sort of magic illusion that we're no, getting? No, it's just because it's not using like the full... <laughs> the brightness. Yeah, if you were yes. to do full white, I suppose you would probably cap out and would probably tell you, hey, I need more. Like the CircuitPython yeah, this... will warn you and tell you, hey. I mean, this is only like 5 volts. Yeah, it's out, only 5 so... volts, 1 amp out. Um, but yeah, that's... Yeah, normally you're doing colors and not using all three of the 96 colors to make mm -hmm. white. Good point, good so point. I could try that, but yeah. Maybe just turn on the brightness. Uh, but yeah, you can uh, you can pick a bigger power supply. I think we have a USB adjustable. power supply that's adjustable, so you give it more amps. But you want to stick with five volts. Cool, cool. All right, uh, moving on. Let's look at the circuit diagram. Pretty simple. Um, you got three wired connections, voltage ground, and uh, a data pin. You can swap out the data pin for any of the available data pins. Um, but you want to use the 5-volt pin because uh, it's using 5-volt logic. So there you go. The, the strip's like 5 volts. Uh, CircuitPython's fairly easy to install on any of the RP2040 boards. Um, you can get into the bootloader and then drag and drop a UF2 file that you can download from the site, and it'll automatically flash and install. And then you, it, it shows up as a, as a flash drive on your... What's up? Oh. <laughs> Thanks. 
Yeah, so here in the learn guide, um, do we need to go back to the circuit diagram? Um, or skip it? Yeah, skip it. All right, well, there's a circuit diagram, really easy. You can uh, download um, fritzing and get some Adafruit parts to make these type of wiring diagrams. It's drag and drop, it's really nice uh, piece of software uh, for doing these wiring diagrams. Uh, installing CircuitPython on any of the RP2040 boards is uh, fairly easy to do. You get the board into the bootloader mode using the boot and the reset buttons, and then you can just drag and drop the UF2 file to automatically flash and install CircuitPython onto your RP2040 board. Then it shows up as a USB drive where you just drag and drop code and libraries and assets, like if you had bitmaps or wave audio files, you just drag and drop. That's one of the beautiful things of CircuitPython. Okay, and then into the code part, this is uh, cribbed code from one of the demos for the LED animation library for CircuitPython. Um, here you can uh, import the various effects. Here we're using the rainbow, rainbow chase, and rainbow comment, as well as the animation sequence module, which allows you to string those animations together. Then you want to set up your pin and tell how many pixels you're using. And then here, when you create the NeoPixel object, you can tell it how much brightness. By default, I have it set to 0.8. Maximum brightness would be 1. And then here, in these next lines of code, you can customize the animations. Um, each animation is going to have its own parameters that you can uh, modify. The rainbow has speed and, and period, which you can change, how long and how fast. And then uh, the, the rainbow chase allows you to change the speed, the size, and the spacing. And then the comet allows you to change the speed and the tail length. And then you can tell it either to be a true or false on bouncing back and forth if you want that effect or not. And then in the animations um, array here, you can see I'm just stringing them together. And then you want to say uh, how, how, how much of an interval do you want. I want each one to last about five um, seconds. And then uh, you can do auto clear. And then in the loop, I'm just saying animations, animate. And then it just runs through those in that, in that list, in that array. There is a f lots more information on the LED animations learn guide, which is a prerequisite guide. If you look here in the list of prerequisite guides, CircuitPython LED animations library uh, guide by Katni Rembor uh, has all of the things that you would ever want to know about uh, animations. Uh, so here under the rainbow section, you have all the kind of um, parameters broken out for you. And there's some other ones that you can do like step and uh, some other things. So check them out. You can even reverse them apparently, which is super cool. So definitely check this out if you want more customization out of the animations. Uh, it even shows you how to do uh, matrices. So if you want to do something like this, you can do a whole grid of animations. Yeah, and there's some other ones that I don't have here, so you can check those out. Um, yeah. Okay, let's go back to uh, the code. So that's the code in a nutshell, pretty simple. Here's a screenshot of what your, your SugarPy drive looks like. Your code is a Python file, and your libraries are in a lib folder. Um, yeah, <clears throat> when you use the uh, download project bundle, it downloads all the uh, dependent libraries, the dependencies. Um, so it just it's one zip file, and you just dr drag all those 
uh, file and folders into your CircuitPy drive, and then you're ready to go. So that's a really cool way to do it. Um, instead of having to manually uh, grab the libraries from the bundle, it all comes here in the project bundle. Excellent. Uh, the next page shows you just uh, some notes here on wiring up the strip. So uh, kind of locating the in and the out. Well, luckily, the latest ones have labels. But if they don't, this is a good way to kind of to know which is which. We're basically cutting off the data out cable and wiring it to our cutie pie. We got three wires for a ground voltage and a data pin. You can power it off with a five volt USB battery, no problems. It seems to work just fine. All right, now onto the 3D printing section. I have some slice settings here, like um, nozzle and head temperature, but it's gonna vary on your style of PLA. We recommend PLA. You could use something else like PETG. You're gonna print a little bit hotter with PETG, um, but PLA is is safe bet. Um, the bed, the build volume, right? Your, the size of the bed should be a minimum of 300 by 300. And here is a screenshot of our lightning bolts. You, to kind of fit that, I basically just rotated it 45 degrees on the bed. That way you can get the, the, a, a diagonal length. Diagonally, you get a little bit more length out of your printer. So you file. And here are all of the available designs. Cat, lightning bolt, rainbow, snake. Right, <laughs> cool. So now I'm gonna jump into Fusion 360, um, and then uh, take a look at uh, a little bit of a, a little bit of a CAD chat. You want to post up a Twitter? Yeah, this is a really good way to visualize how long your shape can yeah. be to accommodate the entire meter strip. Exactly. So here I got a sketch, and in this square, I basically sized it to be the bed of my 3D printer. It's 300 by 300. So this gives you a good representation of you know, how my design will look like on the bed. So if you have something a little bit smaller, like 250 by 250, um, you would see, would this design fit? Let's update our dimensions and see, would this fit? Um, yeah, it would, this would actually fit. So what I've done here next is I've made a series of lines and then I connected those lines with these arcs. So one thing that's cool is when you click on a line, a sketch line inside of Fusion 360, and if you scroll down to the bottom here, it'll tell you the length of that line. Currently, that single selection that I made is only 110 millimeters long, but if you double click that line, it'll select the whole chain, the whole path, and that gives you an idea of the total length of your path is about 974 millimeters. Now, when I was designing the signs, I know that my strip is a meter long, that's 1,000 millimeters, but those end caps aren't gonna fit through the channel as you saw me install. So you wanna make it a little bit under, you wanna make the total length under if you, if you don't plan to cut off those end caps. That's just one tip to know. So double, double clicking your path, your, your sketch curve will tell you the total length. So it's 174 millimeters with some change. Cool. Now I'll go back in the timeline to kind of show off how I, uh, how I designed it, what feature I used. So if it's just a single line, you can use the extrusion, the thin extrude. Oh, the fusion screen is oh, not, it's not up. Oh boy. Thank you. Womp, womp. All right, let me kind of redo it. Not redo everything, but kind of 
All right, so in Fusion 360, you'll want to create a sketch that, that is the size of your bed of your 3D printer as a starter, just to let you know, is my sign gonna fit in my bed? Um, my sketch was 300 by 300, but I dropped it down to 250 to 250 just to show that this still fits. And then what I was showing was uh, if you select one line, you'll see the length of it down here at the bottom right corner. You'll see it says length of your one sketch line is 110 millimeters. If you double click that line, it'll select the whole chain of the path and that gives you a total length. So it's at 975 millimeters roughly. Um, so that gives me an idea um, that it should, the, the, the sign should take up the whole meter length with some change. And you want that change if you want those end caps to kind of uh, be there. So that's why I'm, I'm trying to make it a little bit under the full meter. Okay. Um, so to extrude a single line like this, uh, you can use the extrude feature, which is the most basic feature in Fusion 360, but there is a, a type. So normally you do a regular extrude, right, to a profile, but the thin extrude allows you to select a line, a single line. And the main thing I did here was made my wall direction center-based. So if we look at it top-down, you can see how uh, the, uh, the location from one side and two side are, are rather different, but then the center will um, flare out your extrusion and keep your path in the center line of your total extrusion. Uh, another thing is that it's 12 millimeters tall and the wall thickness of my extrusion here is 9.6. That's accommodating the thickness of the strip plus um, 1.2 millimeters on each side. So that's kind of how I'm doing it. Um, you could do a user parameter if you want to make it a little bit more easier, but I have a fixed value here just for kind of simplicity's sake. So after that, I make another extrusion using the exact same path, but this time I've reduced the wall thickness from 9.6 to 6.4. That six millimeters is the thickness of the strip, but that 0.4 millimeters is just to give me some clearance so that it's not so tight on that strip. It's a, uh, I'm also doing an offset of 1.2 millimeters so that I have a little bit of, you know, you want to have um, uh, a bit of a backing to your wall, to your channel. So that's why I have it offsetted here. The operation is cut, so I'm cutting away and uh, I'm using the same uh, tallness. So it's 12 millimeters tall. And then the wall thickness is just different at uh, 6.4. But uh, as I'm holding down the command, on Mac or control on PC, you can kind of see how this, uh, how this cut is kind of just following along the path. So uh, that's kind of how it's doing it, right? And then from there, that's kind of it. Um, you can see my wall thickness here is 1.6 millimeters, actually not 1.2, but 1.6. It's just a little bit chunkier. Uh, normally I do 1.5 millimeters, but 1.6 here is because I've updated my, uh, my extrusion width. So that's just one thing, but y'all can change that as you like. Um, so yeah, that's just a quick look at, uh, at that. I wanna show off some of the other um, things here. So some things to consider um, for the cat. Here's what the sketch for the cat looks like. 
Again, it's a, uh, let me do show dimensions. Can you see my screen and everything? Everything's good there, right? Yes. Good, good. <clears throat> All right, so for the cat, you can see I, I combined uh, several um, paths. For this one, you can see as I'm double clicking, it's not doing the whole one, so I have to hold down shift to select the entire group here. And this and the the total length here is 884 millimeters, so a little bit under. Um, so it could add some more to it or not, but um, I found that that's okay. Uh, so you'll notice that in the sketch, um, I don't actually connect the line together. So after I extruded it, I'm left with this, right? And when I printed this out originally, it was really, really floppy uh, because, you know, it, it's just a single kind of path and there's nothing really kind of holding the structure together. So what I ended up doing was just sketching out uh, some additional lines like this. I projected in um, the extrusion in its own sketch and then I added these lines to connect these points. That way I have a profile that I can then, um, that I can then extrude and merge into my shape, give it a little fillet to round it off, and uh, now you have a compounded shape that has a little bit more sturdiness to it. So that's one uh, tip there for that one. For the Blinka one, I ended up doing the same thing here on this end. I just added some more lines and added a little fillet there to combine uh, these two ends so that they're a little bit more sturdy. For the rainbow, very similar added all this stuff here to the bottom to close it off and make it a compound or sort of manifold shape. So that's the rainbow. And then the lightning bolts, same thing. It's kind of like Blinka. The, the tail at the end kind of joins and merges into itself. So that's cool. Now, one thing to note about the lightning bolt is the lightning bolt actually started off like this. So you can see here my paths are very, very jagged and sharp. Um, so what I ended up doing was just adding fillets to all those very sharp corners section by section. So kind of starting off with the internal corners, and then the out exterior corners, and then doing that for the uh, adjacent um, uh, corners. So I kind of added all those uh, fillets. And as you saw, um, you know, I didn't even, my radiuses here aren't even enough, like they need to be bigger. But as you saw, um, with a little bit of extra slack, your uh, your strip will just fit in there. So I also have a, a screenshot in the learning guide that shows that. Um, but yeah, those are some quick uh, CAD tips and a quick walkthrough of uh, some things to consider if you're designing your own in Fusion 360 or other apps. Any questions? There was one. Here's the Mickey one. Um, Charles Brandon Ford is asking, what can we use to plug up the ends of the strip that you cut into pieces? I suggested that you could use hot glue to seal. Yeah, hot or... glue sticks really well to the silicone. Mm -hmm. it's, hot, it's hard to take it off, though. Yeah. Um, you When you cut it off... That's snipped off already. Uh, you know, they're, they're pretty separated, so they shouldn't interfere with anything. But... Like, like I said, short out or anything? yeah, like if they're close together, then yeah, maybe add some hot glue, like mm -hmm. just a little yeah, bit to seal it off. A little dribble. That or the yeah. um, e E6000 or E6000 yeah. and some tape. Mm -hmm. and that should do. Or you can Otherwise, cover. <laughs> yeah.
Yeah, you can print, print a cover. Yeah, they apparently have those accessories. Yeah. Sweet, good, good, good stuff. Let's um, go back to the learn guide. Wrap this up here. We're getting close. So yeah, this shows you me installing it. Yeah, so look at this photo. As you saw, the strip won't conform to very sharp angles. So in this lightning bolt, you can see just how much deviation it has. Is that the right word? I hope so. And uh, a nice warning here, excessive flexing and, bend and bending can damage the NeoPixel strap, so be careful. And that's it. <laughs> One thing, do we go over how they look like when you actually cut them up and the pads? Yeah, that's right. So a learn guide. Do we have a completely different learn guide for this one? Yeah, so this was a idea from Pedro, is to take a Lego base plate and make little clips that just hold the strip in place. These little clips have like the connecting studs for the Lego, and they just they just plug into the Lego bits. And then uh, these little clips, uh, you just press fit um, the strip into the clips. But Pedro made it so that you have to connect these letters um, so this is like a busy sign and you can see how like the Y is uh, two, two strips joined together, but the whole word is one continuous strip. It's just separated. So we'll show so you here. Jump into the assembly page and you can see what they look like when you cut up each one. There it is. The yeah, watch pads. the video. It's actually really good in the video. You, you do a live. You see a lot more of it yeah, actually being actually cut up. cutting it. Yeah, so you can see there how, um, I am uh, exposing just the back side, but leaving the front side so you still have that diffusion uh, that's attached on the other side. Yeah, and these markings here, plus is uh, mm -hmm. uh, voltage, the minus is uh, positive, and this is data in the little I there. But yeah, you would want to use a hobby knife or an X-Acto knife mm -hmm. and just to trim away, but leaving some of that. Yeah, I actually use the uh, flush cutters. Flush cutters, okay, the, uh, that's a better idea. The length of the blade is perfect for getting that. Um, just enough to expose the pads that you're going to need with a little bit of slack so you can get your soldering iron in there. And you can see there that you want to leave up on that uh, that top part that's diffusing everything. Right here, you want to leave that. Mm -hmm. You want to... Uh, remove just where the pads are. Right, you want and those to be are soldered together. About it, yeah. Cool. Nah. Uh, yeah. And then you can see here that you... they are going in. Uh, speaking of strategic, you want to cut them so they flow in uh, right. the way that you want it, like from going from the B yeah. to the U to the bottom of the S and up around, and then to mm -hmm. like the little um, little edge of the. Uh, y and then finishing off into the tail of the Y. Right. So that's another way you want to so take like a look at how it. is it going to flow. It's almost like your finger drawing it. Exactly. So that flow is, is very nice. Mm -hmm. And as you see in the sign or in the GIF, it really shows it. I should probably play this video. Let's see if I can get it running. And then, it's a really good video. <laughs> I was like watching this. It's great. Uh, for just, these, when I cut them up, I didn't add any like uh, dabs of glue or anything just oh, because no. of, you yeah. know they're not touching. We have broken... Safari. I could just post the link to it. Yeah, what sorry. Um, like Safari is just like, nope, I'm going to uh, stop. Too many tabs. I will stop working now. Uh, you have a PDF loaded. Yeah, it's it's all busted. Sorry, folks. The learn guy's heavy on JavaScript. <laughs> <laughs> all those uh, movies. Every uh, product is like a movie. <laughs> yeah. Huh. 
but uh, yeah. Right, link to the gun. This is our third project that we've done with this NeoPixel neon-like There's LED a strip. good one that we haven't done. Here's the uh, Dave Fruit Star going in. Here are the Mickey ears. Oh, very, yeah. very cool. They are also spliced mm -hmm. together. So you can see in the assembly how um, Pedro actually exposed it a little bit to go inside yeah. of the hat. That's very strategic because then it gives you more um, ability to wire the damn thing. <laughs> Um, but yeah, this was really fun and cool as well. This is on a Gemma M0, I believe. Yeah. And, and with make code. And with make code. Yeah, you shook your head and it did a different animation. Mm -hmm. It's very cool. It's one of the best Disney strips we've had with this one. Post a link to that one since you're already there. And where the Discord. Discordia. Get rid of the assemble part. Discord. Yeah, so neon strips. Neon like, because it's not. Somebody in the comments said, like, maybe we should start a new terminology and call it Leon. Yeah. D neon. I like it. You guys, you guys like Leon? <laughs> where, where am I here? I am. I think that's it for this week's project. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was it, again. It was supposed to be really simple, a good, a good uh, lesson in like uh, designing with constraints in mind, and what's your your end goal. I didn't want to do any of the complex stuff, so that's why I made it simple. But hopefully y'all can uh, take this as a jump off point and make some really stellar uh, signs. All right. I still kind of want to finish up that Mickey thing. because <laughs> Oh yeah, to have it. it's funny, that's what the designs I just dropped this week is the Mickey balloons. Yeah, and <laughs> you'll the see theme. a lot of, I've just remembered, you'll see a lot of these signs like at uh, Target, stores like Target, they have like simple yeah, signs yeah, yeah. like that. Especially the um, um, so I didn't want to the do, rainbow. Yeah, they have the rainbow, but it's like cut here in segments. So I was oh, trying yeah. to figure like how do I make it different than mm -hmm. target. So that's why I went with the different lightning bolts and a different rainbow, um, and the Blinka. Blinka is really cool, um, although she is kind of detailed. Uh, how do I capture a, a shape with like the most simplest of shapes? And that's what I got. I got Blinka there. So it looks like we got 10 minutes left, so let's go ahead and just jump into this week's community make since we okay. had to skip it last week. Yeah. Since this one's so cool, we have to show it off. Right. Um, well, no, the one from last week, but this one's pretty cool, too. We're just going to skip all of this. We'll skip all the videos and just go straight into it. All right, so community <laughs> makes this, this week. week. Very awesome because it is uh, CircuitPython's birthday, right? It is. Yeah, I think it was like it last Python's week. Birthday? MicroPython, yeah. Some Python. We all got tape. snake icons, so I was like, this is perfect to print out um, this super cool snake storage with the quantum filament so we can really uh, show off the effect that the it does. PLA from Adam Yeah, Andrews. so you can see Great it going stuff. from purple, which is, of course, Blinka's color. Uh -huh. Gold. Down to the gold. Great contrast of color. Yeah, and I really like the, uh, the, the detail of all <laughs> the scales. And on the inside, you can see you have plenty of room is for... Is the head separate? The head is separate. Okay. So the head comes right off, like... Boop. Oh, cool. Nice little way to attach nice that. Bit. No support, separate. huh? I am impressed that the um, the filament keeps going with the head. Because uh, yeah, I did realign super... this to oh, wow. for the time lapse. I had to re, you know, just right. rotate it in a different way. So I didn't know if the, the alignment of oh, the filament great. would continue. So super surprised with that. This could also be like a planter if you had like a yeah, uh, drainage hole. hole. Cool. But nice, simple 
super themed uh, storage for all of your, what we're using it for is like your um, tweezers and like pliers and whatnot, flush cutters, all that. All the tools we'll use are on 3D printing. So nice so, snake here by... Pretty um, neato. Yeah. It's neato. Um, here is the site. It's on Colts 3D. It's a free download. Is this different, Pedro? I think it's a different one. That's what's linked in the YouTube video, sir. Whoops. So we'll, I we'll believe this is... It's the same person, right? Okay. I don't know. Go to their designs. 3D neato. Yeah, it's the same designs. It's yeah. different STL. It's a paid though. It's not free. Yeah. Um. So it's I don't bucks. remember paying for this. Okay. Well, I'm just huh. telling you what the website is. Yeah. And the website says two dollars. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't remember so paying for, that. for two dollars and, and support the artist because it's a really cool design. And uh, I guess there's some info here on dimensions and stuff. Very yeah. cool. Yeah. Support the designer. So support. And then the head even comes it. as a... Maybe I did pay for it. I'm pretty Ooh, sure. I'm not sure. But it, uh, the, it also comes with like the eyeball, so you can print this out separately mm -hmm. or do like a multi-material print. Cool. But we'll update that YouTube video because we got the link in there. Yeah. <laughs> That's fine. Cool. And then uh, we have the Sea Dragon from the week after. Sea Dragon. Definitely a paid. Another cool 3D. Sea Dragons. This thing is so freaking cool. We have print two of them. Different color than the one that is in the time lapse because, of course, it failed. <laughs> <laughs> Even with the uh, Z hopping on, Any it just knocked it off. Why it failed? Or... I mean, the, it prints with Don't the the, the um, what are they called? Uh, the flippers. It prints with the flippers up, so uh -huh. as it's moving across, yeah, you know, you're going to strike. strike. Oh, boy. So as it's parking its head to take a time lapse photo, that's when. Uh, you can uh, have some problems. Okay, but well, look at these horns. Articulating horns. mouth. Yeah. It uh, snaps into place. It prints two, two pieces here. So that snaps in. Allows you to have some nice articulation on the mouth. And I love the horns. I like how uh, the little twisted horns. And it has like some sort of mo Mosasaurus feel with its uh, flippers there. So it's a water dragon. Yeah, sea dragon. Sea dragon. So nice assortment of Doesn't spikes. Like fresh water, not a lake. <laughs> not like... But super articulated. Looks like the way they're doing their joints is with the uh, these hooks. Yeah. Hook in. Okay, it's a very nice way to do that. On the bottom, you can see prints nice and flat. No supports needed. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, very very clever uh, articulated print in place. One of our favorite print places so far. We so have cool. Two of them. Yeah, because of course, once one of the kids sees them, the other, the other kid is gonna want it too. So here is another one in. I forget what rainbow color this is, but it looks like a taco. <laughs> Does it feel like a taco? Yeah, with the, uh, the corn tortilla. That Did you scale over. this at all? Or no, no scaling since it is um, pretty much as big as the bed. And even ha offers an even top. larger one if you have one like a CR30, like the continuous belt printer. So oh, wow. there is a design that is included. Infinite Not infinite, but just bigger than this, which... Right. I don't know if you can tell, it's pretty freaking big. Yeah, like, when you stretch it out long ways. Yeah. But on the bed, it, it curls up. Yeah, like it curls that. up like that. The mouth is separate. Yeah, like this. And separate. Yeah. yeah exactly. Very, very strategic. Uh, so it's uh, four, just about four bucks. Totally worth it. Totally worth it. For very, this design. design. And it takes by, about, uh, um, damn near like three days to print. Divine, so. Divine 3D. 
Designs is the creator, so support them out by uh, purchasing the STL. And this one is it so cool. Many, many times. And it does float. They already took it in the pool. Yeah, isn't that cool? Wish we had some shots of it. Yeah. Maybe uh, later. I know, I didn't get that uh, underwater housing for the phone until later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, so that's this week's uh, Community Makes. Very, very fun Art. stuff. We'll uh, catch up on more Community Makes next week. But uh, yeah, that's it. Cool. Any cool comments from folks watching live? Neon is online. Neon is online. (laughs) That's good. Thank you, Yanni. Uh, Yeah, Blinka storage. You got it. Ah, that's what I should have named it. All right, I think that's going to be it for the show. Cool. All right. Well, we invite you to come on and share your projects with the community and us uh, on Ask It on uh, Show and Tell it's tonight at 7:30 p.m. Eastern Time. It's going to be hosted by Lamar and Phil this time. Shout out to uh, JP and Liz for hosting last week. Maybe we'll host another week. I'm going to say probably next week. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, Ask Engineer shortly after, starting at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Tune in uh, for a full hour of Lamar and Phil, new products, open source hardware, uh, the gri- uh, not the great search, uh, INMPI, and it's a chip shortage. <laughs> we'll see what, it's a chip uh, shortage. whose chips it'll be Every this day. week. Every way. Not RP2040s, those are, those are nicely and readily supplied. Sorry, I'm just clicking around. Um, so yeah, we invite you to come in. You can uh, get invited by uh, joining the, the discord and around 10 minutes before the show we'll, we'll drop in the link for folks to join in on the discord cool you got john park tomorrow at 4 p.m eastern time for john park's workshop get some live building going on tim foamy guy on fridays i think scott is back <gasps> scott's back you're right welcome back scott shawcroft lead circuit python engineer Extraordinaire. Yeah, he might be on Show and Tell, so definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I think he was already on the uh, Circuit Python. Oh, he's meeting. got something to show off for sure. He's got a baby. <laughs> baby to show off. Yeah, so he <laughs> might be back to streaming. Yeah, but, you know, Tim, thanks for Tim for doing yeah, this. Yeah. Maybe uh, we'll, I, I think uh, they might like do the schedule switch again, but Tim co hosted by Tim. Or yeah. Maybe co hosted by, by a baby. That'd be cool. <laughs> a baby co host. Excellent. Well, that is going to do it for us. We do the show every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time. Uh, I haven't gone through the whole slew of shows, sorry. Mondays, no, 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 Sundays, Lamar and Phil, no, 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 Lady Ada from Disco Lady Island, Sundays. And then Mondays is a Circuit Python meeting. And then Tuesdays, JP. And then Tuesdays, JP's product pick of the week at 4 p.m. Eastern Time. You get up to 50% off. Select items only during the live show. Only so the live definitely show. make sure you are subscribed and get that notif- hit that notification to get alerted when he comes on. Yeah. Thank you everybody so much for supporting the show by getting more stuff from Adafruit, and you're supporting everybody. Not, not everybody's here in the in this photo, but there's a lot of folks that uh, make uh, this thing go. So we appreciate y'all. Um, buying a thing every now and then. Speaking of buying a things, go and check out adafruit.com slash new to pick up all the awesome new things coming out. Ooh, I need that. Cable. I know, I want that now. I want that cable with the <laughs> some, magnets. Some cool magnetic cables, some cool new iSpy cables. 
All right, everybody's already saying like goodbye. Like hurry up on your show. <laughs> Go to slash new quick because yeah. I'm. Yeah. Gonna... Look at this blinker. Goodbye. <laughs> well, thank you everybody so much. We hope uh, you guys make a great day, and we hope to see you in the show and tell tonight. Until then. What was the other one we used to say? Make, share, repeat. Okay. See you next week. Bye, folks. Woo!